It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. You are listening to the Very Thoughtful Life Coaching Podcast with the mindset coach, Kanisha Berry. You will be empowered, uplifted, and encouraged. Now, here's your host, good Kanisha. Morning, good morning, good morning. It is Monday morning. Time to be motivated. But I want you to be more than motivated this morning. I want you to be inspired. See, motivation lasts but such a, but for such a short time. When you are inspired, you are empowered to move to another level, another playing field in your own life. This morning, I want to encourage you to meditate on gratitude. So for some of you guys, Thanksgiving holiday has already begun. And it maybe don't feel like a holiday yet because you're running around trying to get all the things together. And maybe from today until right up until Thursday, many of you will be in a haste mode. And sadly for some, until the end of Thursday, till Thursday night, you will still feel a haste. I know sometimes for, for many, this time of year bring on anxiety, but for some it brings on depression. I know that Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays for many can be challenging. It can be a time when we think about those that we've lost, those who are no longer in our lives. Many times we think back to the way things were, or perhaps we think about the way we wish they were. Here's what I want to offer you. I want to let you know that you can't change the past. And so I encourage you not to allow your mind to take you back to those places of full-on regret. Because regret just leads to depression. It just does. And at the end of the day, if you begin to allow yourself to realize it, that all your mind is doing is producing stories. So I want you to start thinking about when you're sitting and you're paying attention to what you're thinking, when you notice um, your mind just kind of drifting, I want you to start paying attention to the stories it tells you. Our mind has this ability to always think of the negative. It always tells us what we don't have, what we should have done, like what we could have done, what should be different. The Bible tells us to set our mind on things above. Here's the part I want you to really get, like that we have to set our mind. That means we have to tell our mind where to go. Otherwise, our mind will go wherever it wants to go. And many times that's not to the good, happy places. And so during this Thanksgiving season, and I know Thanksgiving is different for everybody, but one thing we can't all gather from it, it's now during this time in today's present day, 
we can choose to determine for ourselves, for our families, what this time is going to mean. And we can choose to give thanks for what we have instead of focusing on what we don't have, instead of focusing on what didn't go well in our lives. Thanks, giving thanks, gratitude is this high energy level. Um, so spiritual teachers talk about it as energy. As a Christian, we, we talk about it as, um, as a spiritual emotion. But here's what's beautiful about both when you think about it. The spiritual teachers say that it's a high frequency. What I like about that concept, that thought is, when we move our minds to gratitude, the frequency I think it puts me on, it puts me on the God way of thinking path. It puts me aligned with who he is, aligned with his goodness, his peace, his joy, aligned with his heart, his mind towards myself and towards others. So I want you to take time every morning if you're not, you know, if you're the type who says I don't meditate or if you realize that your mind goes all over the place and you don't know what to do and by the end of the day, you're upset, frustrated, anxious, um, worried, and full of doubt and not sure why your day has gone the way it's gone. I want you to start taking every morning, particularly for this week during this holiday. Maybe some of you have some extra time so you have off and your thought might be, I'm just going to lay in bed and rest. Rest is extremely important. But if you're like me, you think you're going to rest, but your body is almost like an alarm clock. And so it, it wakes up anyway. I was awake this morning at five in the morning. It wakes up anyway. And I'm not encouraged. I'm not telling you you have to get up. But what I'm saying is when you wake up that morning time, that first, those first few thoughts in the morning, if you can remember, I want you to begin to think about everything you're grateful for. Allow yourself a practice of gratitude. Wake up in the morning and just begin to thank God for everything you can think of. For waking you up, for breath, for being able to see, to touch, to feel, to being able to have a thought. Because there's something magical happens in us when we begin to think on things we're grateful for. Because again, without telling our minds what to do, it's going to go to everything you need to do this. You got to get that done. You haven't done that. It just takes us to this fast, many times exhausting, emotionally draining place. You have the power to get yourself out of that place. See, we work, we're like co, we're in partnership with God. Many of us are praying, asking God for things that he's already offered us. He's already blessed us with. He says, you have patience. You have the spirit of self-control. He didn't say you have to go get it, right? But how do I operate in it? I've always been the hall girl. You know, I go to church. People say these things. Uh, be holy because he is holy. What? Uh, don't worry. What? How? How do I do that? No one was taking the time to explain the how. And at this point in life, I'm starting to believe maybe they couldn't tell me how because they, <laughs> they themselves didn't know how. Prayer is a wonderful thing. But for many of us, we pray and then we think nothing happens. Well, I prayed about it and nothing changed. Here's the other part of prayer. Many times the Bible tells us to pray, ask, petition, meaning tell, us, tell God what you need. But then he says, give thanks. 
So once you begin to tell him what you need, give thanks what you already have. Then he says he will bring upon you the peace that transcends all understanding. And that's the magic right there, guys. There, there is the magic. When the peace comes, when your mind slows down, when you are no longer in an erratic state, in that moment of peace, God will begin to download you a message, an idea of thought. It might just be one. And that one thought would be so powerful if you pay attention to it. The problem is sometimes the thought may not be something you want to do because the thought may just be forgive. What? I'm over here. I'm mad at this person. We've had this argument. They've hurt my feelings. They pissed me off. They didn't do what I wanted them to do. They disrespected me. All of these things that are going on in our head. And I'm not saying you didn't experience the, that moment. But when you pray, when you get to that place of frustration so much that you're just so exhausted and you're so tired and Lord I don't understand why this is happening to me and why does this keep happening when you get to that place and you pray and you say Lord please God help me and when the peace comes because it will come listen listen for what he offers you it may not be what you think <laughs> may not be easy and you may think the way I used to think and many times when I'm talking to some of my clients where they think, why is it me? Why am I the one who always have to change? Listen, you're the one praying. You're the one having a conversation with God. God doesn't send you direction for other people. <laughs> he sends you directions for you. And then there are moments when he'll say, tell them. Right? But the direction first has to be to you because you have to be obedient. You have to be humble. You have to be willing to give, to surrender, to let go. Because then how do you go to someone with a message from God if you're still in your frustration, hurt, anger, mad, disappointment, sad? How do you take a message to, from God to someone in that emotional state and think that they're going to trust you? <laughs> we have to realize, listen, that there's a way that we, we we come across to people, you know. People oftentimes fight with this idea of can you lose your salvation. I don't know the answer, but here's what I do know. Is you can absolutely ruin your witness. I want you to get that. Like you, if you, you're professing Christ. And even if you're professing to be this wonderful spiritual guru who, who's at one <laughs> with the world. And you go out here and you act a fool in front of people, or you fussing at people, angry, cursing people out, um, you're behaving in set ways, what you're doing is you're beginning to affect your witness. You're going to make it extremely hard for someone to trust the God that you say you trust. That's the, that's the magic, guys. It's not about being perfect. It's not about being perfect. It's about how can I go out and represent God in a way that draws more people to him. Now, this is not about an egotistical, like, I draw God. But listen, this is about, can you imagine being in a room full of people who have peace? What would that feel like? What would it feel like to sit amongst a group of people who really have inward peace, who really have joy? 
What do it feel like to be amongst people who really want the best for the person beside them? Can you imagine that? Like, can you imagine that world <laughs> where my heart is so full of love that I want that kind of love for you? Where I don't have this need to be at war or at grievance with you because I'm not at war or at grievance with myself. This is what it is to set your mind. So as you go into the holiday season, there's going to be a lot you're going to face. There's going to be more traffic. There's going to be more people in stores. <laughs> Perhaps within your own family, there's going to be some chaos. And maybe some of you all are setting your mind because I hear people say this. I can't wait. I can't wait for them to say the wrong thing. <laughs> so you're already setting your mind to go off. Or to shut down or not say anything or lose it. Like whatever you've already decided. He was like, if they do this, then I'm, I'm out. I'm not talking to anybody else. You've already set in your mind. So I'm inviting you, encouraging you, hopefully inspiring you to set your mind towards something better. So towards the peace, towards the love, the joy, towards forgiveness. Ooh, that scary word. Why would I forgive them, Kanisha? You do not know what they did to me. I don't know what they did to you. But here's what I know. Is that the forgiveness is holding you hostage, not them. Here's the thing. You have the right as an adult to set boundaries. Boundaries are good. You don't have to say yes to things you mean no to. But do it in peace. Do it in love. Don't do it to prove a point to anyone, but to protect your own heart, mind, and soul. You have the right to do that. Don't do it trying to prove a point. Listen, there is energy behind your intent. And what you set your focus on, what is your intention when you walk into the room? What is your intention of the type of Thanksgiving you want to have? What is your intention with your family this season? Is it to just have a wonderful time? Is it to laugh? Is it to absorb all the love and the energy in the room? Is it to see the, their faces light up? Is it to watch them enjoy the food, enjoy each other's company? Is it to hear the stories? I get excited because I love hearing stories. And even though with my family, we tell the same stories, they always so good. It's like, it's like that favorite recipe that we all look forward to at Thanksgiving. You know what it tastes like because it's so good, but you still want it. That's what the stories are like when I'm sitting around my family. It's the same stories, but they're always so good because they bring on so much laughter and joy. So what is it you want to have this Thursday? What type of energy, joy, peace, environment do you want to be surrounded in? Set your mind to that now. The mind is amazing because God is amazing. Because when we, our mind is attached to God through the Holy Spirit, right? All he's doing is giving our mind a preview of what's possible. I want you to get that. And so if you begin to visualize your house or being in someone's house, I don't know what just happened to my light. If you begin to visualize your house or the house you're going to being full of warmth, joy, laughter, and you begin to ask God to fill this house with people who are loving and kind. I promise you, and you walk through that house and you pray that because you already have that vision. You will have that type of event on Thursday. 
And all you have to do is just say a small prayer to God, Lord, if there's someone in the house or comes into the house and they don't have this heart and this mind and this spirit of love, peace, and joy, will you make them so uncomfortable <laughs> that they want to leave? I've prayed that prayer before and I've seen it happen. We make them, you don't have to do anything. A person who comes with the energy of anger, sadness, madness, frustration, disappointment, bitterness, regret, and want to create strife in, a, in, a, in, in an environment, a person who comes into a peaceful environment, but they want to come to bring this kind of thing, they will not be comfortable amongst peace. So what I invite you to do is begin now to create peace, love, and joy in your space, in your home. Visualize it. See it in your mind. Agree with God that it will happen. And then you don't have to argue. You don't have to ask the person to leave. Just simply ask God, Lord, if they're not here, if they can't handle this peace, make them so uncomfortable that they have to leave so that your life, your home, your environment stays full of joy and peace during the holidays. Listen, I am Kenesha Berry. I am a relationship life coach. I'm a pastoral counselor. I help my clients free themselves from what I call sometimes the crazy town. That's the place where our mind goes so that they can begin to create that love, that peace, joy, the money, the relationships that they really want. And we don't hide behind self-doubt, insecurities, low self-esteem, no confidence, fear. We can break through those things. Thank you for watching. If this has blessed you at all, I invite you to please, please, please share this out. Help someone else have a wonderful holiday season. Thank you. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.